Hey there. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We are a holistic lifestyle podcast where we give integrative solutions and bring brilliant experts to help you thrive. Mind, body, and spirit. We are doctors Nicole Huffman and Abby Kramer, and we're so happy you're here. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Coffee with the Docs. Today, we are so pleased to have the fabulous Jackie Carr as a returning guest on our show. We've had her once before, very early on, and she is the master of goals. She is the master of goals. What else can we say? I mean, after like her first sentence, we were like, well, that could be the end of the episode. Yes. Some guests are like that. Like you can tell they're so versed in speaking and inspiring people and talking about what they do. You're like, well, okay. Answered all my questions in five minutes. I love how she gives people really practical tips in this interview. So if you're someone who's like, oh God, goals, it's like she really reframes them and Mm -hmm. allows you to come up. Like, I really love her values work, which we go into a lot in the interview, which was really fun for me personally, when I worked with her to kind of, it's a different way of reframing what it is that you want to draw into your life. It's not just, Mm -hmm. I mean, goals can be anything like she says, but um, yeah, it's just like reframing them, making it different, keeping it fun, giving you permission to change your mind. And the practical steps are, and tips are really helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love how she talked about just like reframing, like she's like the word goal and goal setting can be so triggering for people. Oh yeah. Right? Cause it's like, Oh, I'm just going to fail. Blah, blah. Right, My right. parents used to make me sit down and make goals, you know, totally. and it's just so different. Her spin on it. It's amazing. It's, I love how she's so flexible with it. Like she's like, got a goal. Don't like it. Delete it. Yeah. You're like, totally. wait, I can do that. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I love that too. It's yeah. like, oh yeah, that I don't align with this anymore. I don't need this anymore. Gone. Right. Perfect. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's amazing. So yeah, you guys will leave this episode with so many tips, even just one thing you can take away, but things like you could literally start doing tomorrow. So it's a very, very practical episode, which you guys will love. And you'll feel inspired, which will be, mm-hmm. which is fun. It's kind of like, I was even like a little motivated after like, oh, yeah, yeah. I think I need to do another little like goal setting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was it was cool. Um, and guys, we don't talk about this partner a lot and we realize we have no idea why because it's so amazing <laughs> and um, pretty life-changing. So we're going to talk about Blue Blocks glasses and you can get a discount with the code, you have to tell me, CWD15. Yes. Yeah. So 15% off. I have a pair. I use the sleep ones. And so as the sun, once it's down is when I put them on to basically filter out all the blue light, which allows you to fall asleep, sleep, fall asleep faster, help your hormones balance easier. The problem with everything in this day and age is that we basically are faced with all of these 
the owner calls them mini suns. So it's like every time you open the fridge after bedtime, it's like Mm. that light is like a mini sun or you pick up your phone. That's another mini sun too. And all of our hormones and our circadian rhythms respond to sunlight. So it can really send confusing signals to the body, you know, disrupting melatonin and serotonin and all of these different hormones. So they have a whole bunch of different ones. They have ones just to help you block some of the blue light from your computer. And I mean, they're solid. Their company has done so much research and there's a lot of glasses out there that claim to be blue blocking and they don't really. Yeah. I was going to say like, please don't buy the $20 ones on Amazon, like just light $20 on fire. If that's what you're going to (laughs) do. Don't do anything. Right. Just light it on fire. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I've had patients that really like the daytime ones, the clear ones. Like, yeah, look, you and I are, well, you do a lot of work on a computer too. Like I'm lucky I don't, but most people, especially since COVID are in front of zoom all day. Totally. Yep. Exactly. It's helped a lot of kids too that are doing virtual school. Right. You know, they wear them all day when they're on their screens yeah exactly yeah Yeah, you should get one what are you doing i know what am i doing i don't know okay use our code get 15 percent off (laughs) yeah guys listen to this episode you'll love it please always leave us a review um send it to any of your friends that are ready to do some goal setting or might need a little bit of a push and let us know what you guys think Mm -hmm. enjoy record the computer okay All right. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Coffee with the Docs. We have on a repeating guest, Jackie Carr. This is very exciting. Jackie, thanks for being with us today. I'm so happy to be back. And I am laughing because when I work with Nicole, I have to curtail my coffee. So Coffee with the Docs, I'm not allowed a second coffee, y'all. Nicole has told me. I know. I know. No exceptions for today's recording. Come on. Right. I already, I, mean... I already had two. Careful, Abby. I'll get in so much trouble. You know how much reishi I'll have to take to drink another coffee? <laughs> Just Chase it with like reishi. eight reishi. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Vitamin C for the win. 100. Oh, oh my, my gosh. God. Okay. So Jackie, before we get started, we always ask everyone two questions, but actually I think let's have you introduce ourselves introduce yourself to our audience. So everybody has a little reminder of how fabulous you are. Oh, thanks, Nicole. I'm Jackie Carr. I'm a goal coach. I coach mostly women and one brave man a year to really upgrade their vision and goals, redefine the word goal. So it's not so triggering and really use your voice to offer your gifts to the world. I do that myself as a motivational speaker, also a writer, mostly in Instagram captions these days, but there will be a book in my future. I'm a mother. I'm a hiker. That's about it for us. That's all I got today. And, I, and I've been living in these denim overalls. Like, talk about saving the earth. I could just wear these overalls every day and never have to go shopping again. Amazing. I love it. <laughs> you haven't so- hiked in the overalls, have you? Oh God, no. I mean, it, I there's like, still denim. Right. I was like, I feel like that would be a thing. They're so cute though. Yeah. Oh yeah. They're like fun. a nature I'm walk cool. in the overalls yeah. for right. a little like photo walk. shoot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
All right, I, well, I, I Jackie, got to my hit list of my photos. Yes, overall photos. <laughs> so, if you remember from last time you were on, we ask every guest on the podcast the same first two questions. Okay. So, number one, I have a feeling we might know what your answer is, but what's your favorite beverage to cozy up to lately? And the second question is, what is your latest biohack? Okay, so yes, number one, I love coffee. I love the smell of it the taste of it. And then of course I love what it does to your brain and your body. So it's like a 40% threat times a hundred. And then my biohack, I am on the Wim Hof train y'all. I explored um, ice baths a couple of years ago with a therapist. And I then explored Wim Hof on this small platform called YouTube. And I have been ice excuse me, while it is ice cold, showering almost every day starting in mid-January of this year. And I went two days without doing it. And I was like, well, that was stupid. And now I'm back. So <laughs> I took two days off and I'm back. Well, what did so you tell notice? us what, yeah, what have you seen? Okay, so many things, y'all. So the reason I started cold showering is number one, I loved all the benefits. So immunity, he talks a lot about alkalizing your blood but my biggest reason for cold showering is where does my mind go right before I'm about to enter into an uncomfortable experience and I don't know about y'all but living up here at altitude my water is like ice cold and so I stand Mm. back I take a few breaths and I listen am I being hard on myself today am I saying this is terrible I can't do this Am I pep talking myself? Am I open to receiving an experience? And so I've really been enjoying where my mind goes. And then of course, where it goes once I'm immersed in the cold water. And I had a really emotional week last week. And so I actually had to stop. It was too much. And Mm. so I know that probably would have been the time to explore it, but I took those two days off and I came back when I was ready. And it was really cool to be, you know, in that conversation with my mind, my emotions, my body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that you also gave your permission, yourself permission to stop for a couple of days. Like, oh, yeah. I think there's such value in that. There's value in being uncomfortable too, but also to just listening to yourself. Like we don't have to be so rigid and like, I have to do this every day forever and be perfect. Like yeah. you can honor that you also weren't feeling it. I definitely wasn't feeling it at all. And, you know, you're right. I I love being, I'm an Enneagram three. So I do really like perfection. And I find that it's nice to break the streak and Uh start over because that's like real life. Right. So it was nice. And I think what really happened for me, Abby, was it recalibrated that I, oh, I like it. And Uh I don't have to like it every day. But damn, I like it. And I'm going to go back to it when I'm ready. And I actually did watch like um, a documentary on Wim Hof last night to kind of like psych me up for today. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think it's cool to, like you said, be in the whole experience, not the perfect experience. His stuff is great. And also cold showering is a form of stress, even though it's a good stress. So if Mm -hmm. you're like overloaded, not always the time to keep adding on good stresses, even if they're good, right? Yes. 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 All right. Let's dive in Jack. So tell us why we should have goals. 
Oh, that's not really something I can tell each individual. However, I can speak for myself and you can see what you can pull from it, y'all. A goal setting for me is actually asking myself, what do you want? What do you want for yourself? What do you want for your community you live in? What do you want for the world now and in the future? Okay. And it, it becomes this desire. It becomes a way to actually inquire, am I designing my own life or is someone designing it for me? Is Instagram designing it for me? Uh-huh, said it. And the ability to set a timeline, which I do in goal setting, creates accountability, creates space for success and failure because as we just talked about, that's the human experience, the whole experience. And it also allows you to challenge yourself to really explore, yes, your desire, but also like, wow, can I do that? It allows you to disrupt perhaps a status quo. And I love that goal setting is a place for me to ask, where am I going all in? So the word goal, if you cut it in half, is go all, go all in. And sometimes I'm half-assing a lot of things. And I love goals as a way to guide my choices and my whole self in something I do really want. And then check in. If I don't want it anymore, I can delete it. I can stop cold showering. It mm -hmm, creates mm -hmm. autonomy in our lives. It creates empowerment. And I find it surprises me along the way every time. And so goal setting is in my humble life, no longer do this or else. It's no longer a check the box and it's no longer about the finish line. Goal setting is about being in the experience of your life. I love that. I mean, I mic mean, drop. Can we, like, we can yeah. just like All right. hit stop there. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us on today's <laughs> podcast. <I'm> Preach. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, Boom. I mean, I love how you said you can delete it because, yeah. you know, going back to the perfectionistic ways of so many, and I think just all the things we've been taught about goals, you know, the, the parenting that's like, you finished this, you signed up for it, you committed, you're, you know, that like harsh voice. That's like, you yeah. have to see it through. I think it's gotta be somewhere in the middle. Like there is that piece of, you don't just quit when things are hard. And if you're not aligning with a goal anymore, why can't you just get rid of it? You can. Right. Computers <laughs> come with escape, delete, space bar. All these things we use every day. We've got to be using it in life. I'm out. Yes. Escape. Space, space, space. I need some space. Oh, my God. Maybe I'll be commanding. I've actually never looked at my keyboard this way. <laughs> this is gotta, it's right here. It's right yes. here in front of us all every damn day because we're yes. stuck on our screens right now. Yes. Yeah, we got to do it. We got to honor it. the delete, the edit. Yes. Yes. So true. And so we've talked about goals in like these different areas, right? Yourself, your health, your business, your life, your community at large, the world. Mm -hmm. How do people know where to start? If people are like, okay, I want to start like a goal setting practice. Right. Oh, I love it. You know, I would say start where you want, by the way, like I'm going to give you some ideas y'all. Please, please, please recognize this is what people do. They're like, oh my God, a goal coach on a podcast. She's going to give me all the answers. Mm -hmm. She's going to tell me the equation to get my goals faster. 
listen, y'all, if that's what you're here for, I'm going to be a straight up disappointment. Okay. So just prepare for that or go ahead and press, press end. This can be, the, this can be it for us. It's been great. I think right. you got what you needed. Right. However, when you are approaching goal setting, start where you feel excited. Do you want to write a vision? Or maybe you've always been wa wanting to make a vision board. You're like, damn, those people are so woo-woo, but that sounds fun. I'm going to try it. Go there. Or perhaps you want to try writing one goal down for the month. One goal, not 88, Abby. One, Nicole, not 70. I said one. People get this idea of like, okay, I'm going to sit down today. I'm going to block four hours in my calendar and I'm going to have my goal set for life. And listen, yeah. <laughs> you're not going to do that. You mm -hmm. and I, I'm not going to do that. There's maybe like three people who will do it. They're like, I always talk about my Virgos who have their shit organized or like these people that are like straight up standards. I love those people. It's not me. I can't even do that. And I coach the goals. So start with <laughs> either writing one goal down, writing um, a vision for your future that you would love to see yourself in. You know, Nicole's got chickens. I want chickens too. Um, I have a dream to own an Airstream. You know, there's things in there that I'm like, I'm gonna close my eyes and see what that looks like. Okay, that's cool. The other piece though, and the way I lead people is to really create the ground first. I used to like sit down and dream. I'm an Aquarius. I can get my head in the clouds in literally three seconds. I'm gone. I'm gone. And when I do that, my feet, they, they just aren't on the ground. I think my most of my 20s, I was very ungrounded, which is great. I had a great time. However, it was really hard to make decisions. It was really hard to know what mattered to me, to have integrity in my decision-making and choices, to even know what job I wanted, what person I wanted to be around, including myself. And so I start with my values. I start with what I value. It's a simple question. What do you value? And when you can get a list going of like, well, I really like nature. My family's all right. Okay, cool. I really like, you know, knowledge. I'm a big fan of, of friendship, right? People can start to write down what they care about. Your values are what matters to you on an individual level. I would start right there because that starts to guide your vision. You want to know where to set goals? Look at your values. And so I always start with the ground because I was so ungrounded in my goals practice in my whole life for so long. I need somewhere to come home to myself, to stand on the ground and then have a yes and no to filter things, things through. So your goals can guide your values. Maybe you're writing a goals list. You're like, wow, look at all these things I care about. And your values will be a way for you to look at like, how am I living? Am I doing things that actually matter to me? That's goal setting. I love it. Yes. Because I, you know, when we worked together and you had me come up with values, I was coming up for values for like my personal life and then also coming up for, with values for my business, which was hard. And I felt yeah. like you had to like, you know, you've worked with me. So you were like, probably better at finding them initially than I was. Cause I was like, I don't know, like for my, I was like, for my personal life. Yeah, sure. Okay. I value freedom. I value. And you had this, I got this great little values doc. I don't know if that's something people can find, but that was amazing. Cause it was words that sort of, they were able to inspire you a little bit more or 
you know, something you value, but then it was like, oh yeah, that's the word. But I found that coming up with them for the business was a little bit trickier. So I don't know anything that you can speak to that in terms of, you know, when you're looking at your vocation or your side hustle or whatever it is that you're doing or wanting to be an entrepreneur or even just your, you know, your corporate job, whatever you're doing, how do you help people kind of narrow their values down for that? Yeah. Okay. First of all, values work for any of you listening. This might be one of the first times you've ever even heard of this work. So please, with any of this work, allow yourself to be a beginner. Allow yourself to not have the answers right away. And so, okay, permission to be a beginner. Here we go. And yes, Nicole, I make, I custom designed those values cards inspired from work I did with Lululemon many years ago. However, you can go to this really cool search bar. I think Google and (laughs) Google value words and you will just see like a billion words pop up at you. People have made PDFs. If you're listening, just email me. I'll send you a values word bank. I have one as well with my logo on the top. I'll send you no problem. And it does provide you like you're saying, Nicole, with choice. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, okay, Nicole, let's get to 10 words. Let's try on 10 words for your values list. And we might be blanking. It is, you know, pressure cooker. Mm -hmm. And so go get a values word bank and feel what you gravitate towards. And I I warn you, I'm going to warn everyone that those words are going to look real fancy. They're really good words. I circled so many words the first time I did this. Oh, I wanted to be organized and patient. And I also honored that I like adventure and nature. And so you have to be careful too with like wanting to look perfect or mm. wanting, wanting to value something you're not. Y'all, I am not organized. I'm organized in my own way, but I would never put that as a value. That would never be something. If you called all my friends, they'd never be like, wow, she got her shit together. They just wouldn't say that. This would never. <laughs> never. Yeah. My, my husband would just laugh. He's really hard to make laugh. It's like one of my joys in life. And so that would make him laugh. So look up values word bank and just start to see what you're attracted to. And then Nicole, great question around. This is a new discovery for me, by the way. So I only used to have a personal values list. Personal values. I'm going to give you all a really bold example. Personal values for me, I I value, I am the embodiment of the word connection. Okay. I love connecting. I love Mm -hmm. connecting humans. I love connecting myself to a really weird self-care practice. Um, Any connection This where Instagram is a really slippery slope for me. I'm like, oh my God, look at all these strangers I could meet. Like it's really dangerous. Mm -hmm. And so connection for me is a value. I also practice like deep eye contact with my children. I practice connection through, you know, the clothes I'm wearing, to be honest. So it can be a very personal experience. However, it can get tricky for me with work. Emails, they're always coming. They don't stop. And someone's work hours might be different than mine. I might be coaching someone in the UK, right? She's emailing me in the middle of the night. I've responded. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I'm up with my child anyways. (laughs) She's like, get out of here. And so the beauty of understanding that connection is a personal value. I was like, okay, so if I love connection so much, what does this mean for my professional life? Am I really ever going to have boundaries? This was a huge combo for myself and, and feedback I got from my family. Right. 
and I wouldn't go inside. I'm in the shed. I'm six steps from the back door. I, I could work till 2 a.m. Every day, y'all. Because it's just, look at these people. Look how many people, like things to do. It's so fun, but also exhausting. And so <laughs> my professional value in my own professional list is community. It's because I love creating it. I love being in it. Networking events, love it. Love speaking on stages to community, deep love. So I was like, oh, cool. Community is a value for my work. And guess what self, this is me talking to myself, you're going to have to close that community mm. every day so that you can choose to then connect to partner, children, self, friends. Oh my God, my, my poor friends sometimes. Mother, dad, right? Grandmother. So this is where I found guidance as my values in my goals practice, but definitely in my boundaries pack practice to be like, Jackie, close the computer, close your community and go to connecting to your family and your people that aren't necessarily paying for your services or wanting to read about goal setting again and again and again, like my partner. <laughs> so that's an example that I found, but I want you to know that it took me a while to get there. Right. I love that. That's awesome. So good. And so kind of going, you went back and said, okay, newbies, maybe start with one goal. Yeah. Is that generally your recommendation? Do one at a time, or maybe you've got these different hubs like personal, family, business, like one in different categories. How do people start? Well, listen, there's no one way to start because the person who needs one goal this month, someone else wants seven. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be learning our own individual styles for living, right? This is what I love about human design, astrology. What's mm -hmm. the other one? Oh, I've said it. Enneagram. Enneagram. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love them because it allows us to actually get cues of how to goal set. So, you know, my projectors and human design might want, want one goal, but my manifesting generators like me are like, I'll take 11 mm -hmm. today. I'll take 11 today. And I'm going to read eight books at one time because I can. And yeah. like, that's perfect. I love that for y'all. And I love that yes. for me. Projectors yes. are like, hey, guess what, Jackie? I'm going to go take a nap. I'm like, I love that. <laughs> that is so like, nice. My goal is a nap. Yeah. Yeah. My goal is a nap. I, and, and that, honestly, they amazing. Need naps. They yeah, really do to, great. To, to like make it in the world. Right. But I tried to nap today and I was like, well, this is just boring. Chris was like passed out in two seconds. We didn't get any sleep last night. So I'm like, we should probably nap. I have a podcast later. Oh, I tried. I sat there and I was like, okay, just close your eyes. This is really good for you. And so I did it and I'm like, I'm out. So I just right. like slowly snuck out of bed and you know, that's who I am. So, yeah. you know, when you ask Abby about like, how do you start? I'm going to give you a couple ideas. I wrote, I have a new workbook I created. And I built a page that says 25 ways you can set goals. And I'm gonna give you a couple, 25. Everybody's like, no, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so listen, goals can be a to-do list. Some people argue with me on that. Guess what? Don't care. Goals. <laughs> I know. Goals. Oh my God, I love that. I have lists every day. You're a goal setter. Check. Oh, Do you know check. who else sets goals? Tarot card readers. Those tarot cards would be like, today you will be open to receiving gifts from all over great right. goal receive one gift today done look at that <gasps> oh, Set it. i love that 
You're welcome. Goals can be a secret. Goals can be a secret. People are like, oh, well, if I write my goals, I have to say them out loud, which I will probably challenge people to do. However, some goals aren't meant to be shared yet. You put your goals in your journal and you lock it. Get the lock pad. Remember, we all have them that you could open with a bobby pin. Bring it back. Bring it back. (laughs) I love that goals can be designed with God. My faith people, you goal with God. Do it. Do you know what else goals can be? Tiny. You can set a tiny goal. I drink one water bottle today. That actually is a goal of mine. So do it. Drink the water. They could be tiny goals. And some people are like, Jackie, there's no such thing as tiny goals. Great. I love that for you. They are tiny to me. See, (laughs) we've got to have our own practice. The last one I'll share is, what are some fun ones? Oh, this is fun. Goals can be written in lipstick on a public bathroom mirror as an act of bravery. Why don't you just do it? Go do it. Try it. Be like, oh my gosh, Jackie wants me to share my goals out loud. I'm going to take this red lipstick and I'm going to go to a public bathroom when the cops aren't looking. I'm going to share my goals with all these women or men, any bathroom you want, unisex, and just (laughs) get them out there. Right. So listen. Oh my God. I love that. have to release the drama of goal setting. Got to release it. I love that. That's so funny. Tiny goals, one bottle of water. Jackie, I hope you're drinking more than one bottle of water. Lipstick on the mirror. Side note. I'm trying. Yeah, you're doing great. She's coloring them in. Look, look at her little cute little. I know. I love that you're coloring them in. That's the one today. today. Oh my God. And by the way, it says Wednesday, (laughs) but that's today. I don't know what day it is anyway. So it's fine. She's chugging everyone. Right. All right. Okay. Is there anything you do differently or you have your clients set up differently when it's like a short-term goal, like say water for today versus something longer? Cause I do, I think I was at one of your workshops where you had us close our eyes and almost see ourselves in the future. And it was like, look around. And I've been doing this for years, but something that I liked what you said was like notice little details or something that's changed. And I'm such a visual person. I mean, I can be five years in my future in a hot second and be like, oh, I didn't see that painting on the wall. I mean, it's so fun. Do you have people do anything different with like the long, the more long-term goals than versus like the short ones? Yeah, I mean, listen, the, the short-term goals are like right there in front of you. So mm-hmm. short-term goalers, Get it on a post-it note in front of you for the t- today. We're on video. I showed them I have little water bottles that I color blue every time I drink one. Like that's a right. short-term accountability goal and it's mm-hmm. right there in front of you. For some of us, that might feel easier. Some of us, that might feel harder. So good to mm-hmm. know. It's, it's all information, not right or wrong, by the way. Okay. Now with the long-term goals. Okay, this is fun. Okay, so long-term, let's talk like five years holy hell, so much can happen in five years. Let's talk about it for a second. Do you know how many people you'll meet in five years? That's a lot of information, connection, emotional experiences you'll have by meeting someone new. Okay, good to know. You know how many different parts of yourself you're going to meet in five years? Wow. Wow. I read a book and I've changed. I did yoga nidra the other day, different I'm a different person now. And so the ability to know that like change is our only constant. And so with a five-year goal, we want to remember that goals are never linear. 
a short-term goal can get a little linear, right? Like I can fill in these water bottles all day. I don't have the exact timing I'm going to drink water. However, it's way more accessible. In five years, we really want to be open to the experiences that take us to that goal. We try to linear our way into a five-year goal. You're going to get real bored real fast. And it's not going to be enjoyable because you're tight gripping your way to the future. And actually you're going to have to work with Abby and Nicole because it's going to be so bad for your lower back because your asshole's so tight. And you're going to need all this reishi because your adrenals are round because you're trying to force your goals early. Right. So the ability to set a long-term goal and then I think remove your hands and be open to receiving the knowledge you need to know to figure out the next best step to get closer to that goal, not complete it, not finish it, not be one of those get ahead people like me who thinks we get ahead. We never do because there's no such thing. <laughs> and the ability to right, find all the pathways, right? You might be marching along the trail to your goal and then there's a detour. You fall down, you meet someone, you might even get there faster because you mm -hmm. took a left turn and pivoted in your life, in your business, in your career than you would have had you stayed the course you originally wrote down. So for long-term goals, this is where values come in, y'all. Oh, this is great that you brought this up earlier. Long-term goals are about living a life aligned to what matters to you so you get to where you want to go. Instead of being like, well, my life's not worth it. I won't be happy until five-year goal. There's no way to live. You better delete that. We got to get real clear on living aligned to our values knowing that that alignment will move us towards our goals much faster than any forceful situations we put ourselves in. So mm. true. Love it. So true. Now, do you have any more practical tips? Like we talked about the coloring in of the water bottles, the to-do list, stuff like that. A couple more kind of practical, tangible tips for accountability for folks. Yes. This is such a great question. And I would say accountability is the biggest thing people want with goal setting, number mm -hmm. one. So great question, Abby. I really do believe in human connection. I'm reading Together by Vivek Murphy. Murphy. I don't know if y'all have read it. He was a Surgeon General. And he's really in this book writing about the, the syndrome that is loneliness in the mm -hmm. world right now, mm -hmm. okay? And so the first thing I'm obviously, obviously going to say is people. And I'm, I'm going to ask both of y'all to just really think right now about when you set a goal and you're excited, but maybe a little nervous, which I highly recommend goals that scare you a bit, mm -hmm. who would be a person or maybe three people that you could tell that goal to go ahead and just think, you don't need to say them out loud. Mm -hmm. Listeners do the same one, two, three. Okay. Now I'm going to just flip this for a second. Who's someone you would not share the goal with? Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you got your person. I know. I saw it. And you're like, oh, shit. Don't ask me who it is. I won't. <laughs> and the beauty of goal setting is understanding that you might have, like, certain people that are, like, your goal cheerleaders, right? Mm -hmm. And you might have other people in your life that just aren't ready for that goal you want to share. It scares them too much or... They love playing that devil's advocate card. I am married to a questioner. He will ask questions all day. And sometimes when a goal is fragile and new, I am not ready for those questions. So I 
am not going to tell Chris just yet. And I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. And so I believe in boundaries and goal setting. And I really believe in having your people that will say, I love that for you. What do you need from me? How can I support you? So this could be like, I coached this gorgeous group of women, six women. They went to Columbia, they're business school alumni. And now we did like a gold session like this. And every other Friday, they do a gold check-in. How are your goals? How are you feeling? What's up? And on, they get on Zoom. They live all over the country and they do a goal check-in. That's gorgeous to have that in your calendar. Mm-hmm. So I love people as like your number one asset. And I love a boundary to understand that not all people are going to be assets for your goals right now, especially at the beginning, middle, maybe end. Okay. So good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say people, I, I do, like I said, I really believe in post-it notes. I, I, I thank the inventor. I have them everywhere. And I really love them for scary goals, reminders, to-do lists, and they're right there in front of you. Mm-hmm. I have a screen, you know, like get a big screen to help your neck when you're on the computer all the time. Like it's not on, it's my post-it note board now, which is great. My goals go up there on a screen that's never on covered in yellow post-it notes. <laughs> so it's great. Amazing. It's great. And then the last thing I would say is, be aware. So this is a big one for accountability that people probably won't think of. Be aware of the content you're consuming. Instagram, news, books. I want you to know that people's beliefs about the world are riddled in documentaries, in self-help books, in nonfiction. And I, I, I do like us to audit what am I watching? What am I experiencing that might be creating beliefs that are blocking Mm -hmm. or supporting my goals? These could be like, you know, I really don't listen to podcasts, which is hilarious that we're on one, but I do listen to Brene Brown unlocking us. Like that's Mm -hmm. my go-to. I I did listen to Michelle Obama when she launched hers. Um, I find that having one though, that's ritualistic some of people listening to this, I know this is your podcast. You get a coffee with the docs and you love it. Having something that you consume that really creates accountability in your practice, mm. opens your perspective, creates supportive content. You know, there's a lot of weird shit swirling around out there. Mm-hmm. And so take an audit of what you're consuming in that beautiful brain of yours. It's like everything you're consuming is either like raising your vibe or lowering it. So what are you choosing? Yeah, exactly. And listen, you can have a low vibe experience and still create choice, right? It's that, Mm -hmm. it's that conversation with it though. Totally. And like, for those, like you were saying, those scary goals in the beginning that kind of make you nervous and you're, maybe you're not sharing them with certain people for those kinds of goals, you might need to be like extra conscious of what you're listening to or consuming or hearing. Yeah. So it totally makes sense. We talked a little bit before about like goals shifting and changing and being able to delete and escape and space bar and all of those things. What are some tips with being, being able to be more flexible with those goals? Or even before, like you talked about those women, who like check in with their goals every so often? Like, is, is that something that's recommended when your goals are changing? Okay, so let's take that flexibility question head on, shall we? 
if you, you and you and you are not okay with failure, we got some work to do. Goal setting is not going to be an enjoyable experience if you are not okay with the word failure, okay? And I share this with you because when you have a goal setting circle, we have to really set up a safe container that allows for the entire experience of goals, not only a space where you share your wins. I, listen, to be honest, I love winning. Winning is the best, right? And I think I was raised, you know, we probably all are raised in a capitalist society here for those Americans listening, that like, if you're not first, you're last, says Ricky Bobby. <laughs> and we definitely have been trained that if you were in sports, even in like, even in art. So I think there is this interesting notoriety, obsession with celebrity, now Instagram and influencers. It's a very interesting world, number of likes. And so we have to recognize that it is not going to always be wins and easy. The human experience is riddled with the dark and the light, moments to be soft and strong. We are built with the left and right brain, the dreamer and the doer, the masculine and the feminine, right? And everything in between, by the way, is in us all. And so I want you to know that failure is part of the process. I actually think if I'm not failing, I'm not living. That's my new jam. If I'm not failing, I'm not living. I'm not taking risks. I'm not embracing my fears, I'm running away from them. And so when I embrace failure, I then go into a conversation that's open to all the ways this goals can happen and can't happen. And by that, I can share with you what I'm scared of. I can share with you my fears and my dreams and hold space for both. And actually, like Abby said, which vibe am I choosing? And Listen, the thing about failing, y'all, is most of us will over-identify with failure. You failed mm -hmm. a goal. Therefore, I am a failure. Mm -hmm. That is an over-identification. Everything after I am creates. We have to be so clear on our language in the goal setting. And I love failure as a way to be like, cool, how'd I show up? Okay, wait, I definitely don't say cool at first. So I just want you to know, I, do, I actually hate failing. <laughs> And then I go through my rejection, my drama for a good day and a half. And then right. I'm like, okay, cool. What happened, Jackie? Like, were you all in? Do you still want this? Mm. Okay, you didn't give it your all. You let fear take over. You didn't give it your all because you were scared it wouldn't happen anyways. Okay, okay. Hope is vulnerable. Oh, I hear you, Jackie. Like, I, this is how I talk to myself. It is this fast, too. Like, mm. I listen to podcasts on 1.8. It's terrifying. Right. And so... <laughs> ability to know that I mean I highly recommend I, I don't know if you can slow down podcasts y'all I would but I highly recommend befriending failure your belief system will be running rampant through your goals and so when it comes to being flexible it's mm -hmm. learning to be flexible with all of you the dark the light the drama the fear the yes the no that 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 is our entire experience not just the shiny parts that we put in the highlight reel on the gram mm -hmm. on tiktok on oh god I, I think people do reels but you know those types of things so that would be my answer to flexibility is to honor the entire experience 
and and truly be experimenting. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I am experimenting with cold showers because I I'm really hard on myself. Oh God, I mean, and it's cool to be in a container in my shower where I can explore it. I can be like, wow, I can't believe I said that. Oh my gosh, that's my voice. That's, that's me saying that. And how do I approach then my beliefs with goal setting? Am I cheering myself on or am I already setting myself up for failure? And so being fragile, excuse me. Well, yeah, being flexible and agile is honoring your own experience as, as, as a human that can be, of course, fragile and resilient. Mm-hmm. that can be scared and strong right one after the other. And, and that I think is where you then introduce people how to do the same with you and for you. Totally. Love, Love it. That. that makes so much sense. Cause at the core of it, if you're so hard on yourself and not able to be flexible with those goals, it's really about the failure piece. Oh, every damn time. Okay. Yeah. Homework <laughs> y'all listening and Nicole and Abby, you're going to take a failure. Mm-hmm. One failure in life, like failed relationship, go back in time if you want. A failure last week, maybe you said you're going to work out and you didn't. That would be me. Um, my water intake failed. Maybe I had a couple fails there along the way. The ability to recognize that, you know, when you are in this experimentation with self, you can see what's working and what's not working. You're able to really ask yourself, what do I like? What do I not like? And that's goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Totally. It's great homework. Now, I think people are probably like, oh my gosh, I want to learn all the things about goals now. Do you right. have like a couple great um, like books you would recommend that people can dive into? Oh, I'd love to recommend other people, but I'm going to recommend myself first. So I think you should. There's a course on my goal school called Goal Starter. It's a great starter kit to start with your vision and to start with goals. It creates a language, it creates an introduction, and it's all self-led. And I know the attention span's not very long, so I do not make like hour videos. If you Mm -hmm. want those, there's plenty of people that do, but guess what, it ain't me. (laughs) And then when you're ready, I have a course I just launched called Goals Alive. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about the human experience. Getting alive in your goals is being alive for all of it failures, wins, successes, fears. And so that's a nine module course and it starts with values. And then we go to vision and goals. We talk about failure and boundaries. It's all in the course. Mm, so I is that love all self-led as well. It's all self-led right now. Nice. There will be ways I offer it for those that really desire accountability to be led in groups mm-hmm. and that'll be coming. But right now it's self-led. And I like that because I think sometimes goal setting, it's not a sometimes I think oftentimes goal setting is really vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. something to explore for yourself at first and then go into a group. And of course you can do it the opposite way. As you know, you always have choice. And yet I found I really needed to digest the language of goals with myself. So it didn't get defined for me, if that makes sense. Yes. And then totally. Abby, there are great books. Atomic Habits by James Clear is amazing. Essentialism by Greg McCowan, Brene Brown, any book by Brene, any book, you'll just pick it up and be like, wow, she was right. The Gifts of Imperfection, Braving the Wilderness, Daring Greatly. You brave the wilderness and your goals, you good. You dare greatly and you're good. Your goals, you're good. Gifts of Imperfection, if I, can, if I can say anything, 
from what we've been talking about, that would be the book. Be imperfect in your goals because you will be. There's no, there's no running away for imperfection and goal setting, y'all. And then I would say um, I do love kind of a side side book to read would be Elizabeth Gilbert's Big Magic. There's so much goodness in her book about creativity. Goal setting is a form of creativity. Mm-hmm. Those are some good ones. So love good. We'll Essentialism is amazing. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Jackie, this is so fabulous. Where can people find you? Anything else that you offer that you want to share? All the no, things. That's, that's that was that was a beautiful little bundle. Books and goals courses. I'm done. So <laughs> I'm Jackie Carr, J-A-C-K-I, no E, C-A-R-R. I dropped the E in college in an identity shifter, as we've all gone through many. Oh. So Jackie with an I, C-A-R-R dot com. And it's at Jackie Carr on Instagram and that space will take you to my link tree with Facebook or a newsletter with a cool monthly audit to explore. I'd love to have you. I'd love to hear from you. Love it. Thank you so much for being on Jackie. This was fabulous. Mic drop as usual. Yeah. My absolute pleasure. My pleasure. My pleasure y'all. The statements in this podcast have not been evaluated by the FDA. Information provided here and products recommended or sold on coffeewiththedocs.com and or our podcast are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information provided by the site and or by this podcast is not a substitute for a face-to-face consultation with your physician and should not be construed as medical advice of any sort. By using any of this information or reading it, you are accepting responsibility for your own health and health decisions and expressly release Dr. Nicole Huffman and Dr. Abby Kramer and its partners and guests from any and all liability whatsoever, including that arising from negligence.